0: Hey guys, one of the best ways to thrive is to partner with a cause greater than yourself. Whether you already work with a nonprofit organization or you desire to as a volunteer, board member, or paid staff, join us this year at Cause Camp. Cause Camp is a gathering of nonprofit organizations and top thought leaders from the cause sector. In fact, Forbes has named Cause Camp one of the must attend events for nonprofit professionals. Join us in Grand Rapids, Michigan, or virtually on May 2nd and the 3rd. Register today at cause.camp. That's cause.camp. This week we're going to dive into four common emotional abusive tactics and I was kind of going through the list of emotional abuse and I was like you know what what are like the biggies that everyone will always ask about Uh, most people are really confused when it's actually happening so I wanted to kind of make this really short list so let's get into the four most common emotional abusive tactics. So number one is going to be gaslighting. This is the thing that I think most people have never heard of until they start to feel like they're in a relationship that isn't healthy and they start Googling. And all of a sudden, here comes the list of emotional abusive tactics and they start reading about what gaslighting is and they still make really struggle with understanding when it's actually happening to them. So what is gaslighting? Gaslighting is when a person tries to manipulate, it is essentially psychological manipulation. It is where an abuser will try to manipulate your way of thinking so you can question your own reality. So they're going to question your thoughts, your memory, your recollection on what actually happened. Or they're going to question what you really think and what your opinions are. They're going to make you feel like the way you are perceiving something or your thoughts or your feelings are incorrect. Now, most people will always ask the question, why would a person even do this? Why would someone even want to make me feel like what I'm thinking is not actually true? And the reason for it is control. All emotional abuse is about control. It is about controlling the way you think, the way you feel, so that abuser can actually get what they want out of you. Now, unfortunately, if the victim comes from such a low sense of self, and this is where it can get really confusing, and this is where most victims don't even understand that they are being gaslighted because they have such a low sense of self, and when you don't know who you are, you don't know what you think, you don't know how you feel, you don't have that self-esteem, you don't have that good relationship with yourself when you suffer from codependency even when you go out into the world and you meet people, and especially when you put the person in front of you, which most, Um, victims who are unhealthy and have an extremely low sense of self are going to put many people above them. But when the victim puts the abuser on this pedestal, when the abuser says, no, that didn't happen, the victim just automatically goes, okay, I guess that didn't happen. You might question yourself here and there, but if you're dealing with a really good manipulative abuser, then they're going to keep kind of hammering their point home to make you feel or make you think that what Happened actually didn't happen and when you allow someone to Manipulate your thoughts and in your psychology in that way you are essentially allowing someone to abuse you now Let's play out that this has been going on for a multitude of years in your life Whether it's parents a partner a friend Whatever and this person has constantly been gaslighting you to make you feel like you're the problem like you're the unhealthy one Like that didn't happen Etc. Cetera, Etc cetera you're going to start to feel crazy because you can't deny the way you just authentically feel or the thoughts that do come up or the reality that you actually are seeing. You cannot deny that. And so when these things start coming up and you've been programmed to just always go against it that you're wrong or you're crazy or that didn't happen or I don't know why you feel like that. Or every single time I say something you don't remember. When those things happen all the time, you're going to start over time to feel like you're going insane. You're going to start to feel like you are crazy and that this person is right. You are the problem. Maybe you are bipolar or maybe you are abusive. And so you're allowing someone to dictate or to tell you who you are. So when you start to no longer feel like yourself, when you start to become extremely anxious, panic attacks, depression, etc., when you really struggle with questioning yourself, am I the lunatic here? Am I too sensitive? Did I not see that? Did they really say that to me? You have to... Always and this is why really healing from codependency This is where this stuff really comes into play is because you have to completely honor what you think and how you feel You can never question your internal compass that's telling you. No, that actually didn't happen now Of course from time to time are we going to maybe like make a mistake? Possibly, but I think the the important thing to get here is that this is a pattern of stuff that always happens when someone's always questioning you when you always feel like you're the problem when the way you feel, hey, I really didn't like when this happened and someone's telling you that it just didn't happen at all, if you always are giving yourself in that way to another person, you are essentially handing over your true self, your inner self, and giving it to another person. And that person gets to do whatever they want with it, and oftentimes they're going to abuse. So the best way to handle this kind of uh, situation or someone who is gaslighting you is a couple of things. Number one, you can never second guess yourself. The minute you second guess your own thoughts and your own opinions, you're essentially telling your inner child or your inner self that, no, I'm wrong. And so that's why becoming very healthy and learning how to parent yourself and healing from your past is incredibly crucial because if you don't heal from your past, then you don't have a healthy sense of self. If you don't have a healthy sense of self, then you will always go out into the world and need people to validate you and need people to give you the love that you aren't giving yourself. You'll need people to tell you who you are. So right off the bat, you can never second guess yourself when you think and feel a certain way. Number two, you have to immediately, especially when you start to really spot this in the person that you're either dating or in a relationship with or a family member, etc. When you start to spot that, okay, this is what they do. This is their drink of choice. They like to gaslight me. You have to disengage. You can't come to the table being argumentative or wanting to show them all the evidence or getting into a battle with them on the fact that you feel this way and they're telling you that that didn't happen. You can't go toe to toe with this person because someone who is a gaslighter is not gonna be able to see it. They're not gonna take a step back and say, you know what, I'm so sorry. I'm actually psychologically abusing you right now through manipulation and my gaslighting tactics, I guess, aren't working on you and oh God, I shouldn't have done that. It's not gonna happen. So you just have to understand your audience and the person that you're dealing with and learn how to disengage. This is when the responding versus reacting thing really comes into play. And this is also when you really have to work on your own self to not need that validation that someone will agree with what you think and how you feel or how you perceive that event or that this actually happened. That's a huge and a very freeing thing when you no longer need everyone else's validation on why you think the way you do or that you even think the way you do or feel the way you do. It's incredibly one of the most healthy things you will ever do for yourself because the minute you get to that place, You don't engage with people you completely disengage. There's no arguments. There's no need for a long-winded discussion I'm not trying to convince you of anything. I know my own reality and when you stay in that calm energetic space You're always going to be so unattractive to someone who actually is abusive so one of the next most common tactics that an abuser will use is passive-aggressive behavior and I think out of all of them this is probably the one that Most people can spot fairly easily and I always tell people when you're dealing with someone who's toxic unhealthy abusive narcissistic Whatever that looks like there's always going to be a few tactics that they really like to use I call it their drink of choice. So there's always going to be a couple of them So you have to kind of know your audience know the person in front of you really really well and you'll start to see patterns with them in terms of what they try to use on you it may not be the tactic that they use on everyone but more specifically what do they use on you consistently and so if the person that you're dealing with is passive aggressive and this is kind of their drink of choice you're going to get the backhanded compliments you're going to get someone ignoring you you're going to get someone maybe not doing something in the way that they said they would do it for you because then you did something or said something and they didn't like it. And because they don't know how to deal with that, they're passive aggressive. And so they'll kind of like procrastinate on what they said they were going to do for you. Or maybe they won't fully do it 100% the way they normally do it because they're trying to punish you in a way. The one thing with passive aggressive behavior is that most of the time, this person is aware that they're annoyed, upset, hurt, sad, etc., but they can't, they don't know how to deal with that. And so what they do is they exude this behavior for, in some kind of a way to just make them feel better, essentially. So it's like, I'm feeling a certain way. I'm upset with you, I'm sad, I'm disappointed, whatever. They can't acknowledge any of that. You know, They're not gonna be able to sit there and say, I feel sad because, no. They just know, and usually it's for kind of like egoic reasons, that they feel a certain way. And because they don't know how to deal with that, they have no ability to self-soothe, They have no ability to kind of regulate their emotional state. They're just going to spew this behavior out on you. And so this is where the passive aggressiveness comes into play. Now, again, if you're not healthy, then what you're going to do is, and quite frankly, if this has been a pattern with this person, and if you yourself suffer from codependency, you're going to get very uncomfortable that someone's doing this. You're going to be able to kind of even spot sometimes that someone's being passive aggressive and you're going to become argumentative. You're going to get defensive. You're going to not have slowed down enough to be able to really see this abuse and know how to navigate through it. That's why slowing down, that's why number one, knowing your audience and what they do is essential because when they do it, you can spot it and then you can slow yourself down to be able to navigate through it. That's huge because that level of self-awareness will be able to help you to kind of dictate how you react in those situations. Because what you want to do is learn how you yourself will handle this person. You're not trying to change the other person. You're not trying to like put the spotlight on them so they can see what they're doing and hopefully they'll learn from their mistakes and have some kind of self-awareness to want to be a healthy person. None of that is your responsibility. All of this is you educating yourself so you can spot this behavior in another person, so you yourself know how to deal with it. And the, the way you deal with it the best will give you the outcome that you actually want, which is maybe not this person changing, but at least this person not doing this thing with you again, They'll, because you're essentially enforcing boundaries because you don't behave the way you typically did in the past, and that's what you wanna to get to. You wanna to get to the place where you don't respond the way you typically would, which is being argumentative, which is even sometimes telling the person that they're being passive aggressive, or, you know, you yourself getting defensive or you yourself shutting down. You don't want to start going tip for tap for this with this person in the ring. You want to be able to hold on to yourself, know what this abuse is and know how to handle it. So the next common emotional abusive tactic that people will use, and I like to kind of link these two together, I always say they're kind of cousins, is passive aggressive, which we just talked about, and the next one is silent treatment. The silent treatment, people love the silent treatment. <laughs> Most people kind of live in the silent treatment because, again, they don't know how to deal with how they feel. They are have extremely poor communication skills, and even aside from the communication skills, they don't want to take responsibility for how they feel. If I can't take responsibility for how I feel, then I'm always going to become defensive. I'm always going to want to put it on you. I'm not going to know how to hold on to myself and understand that my feelings are my responsibility. So, when I'm not a grown up in that way, then I'm going to essentially throw a tantrum and I'm going to shut down because I want to punish you. So, now if you come from that codependency and you're the victim of someone always giving you the silent treatment and passive aggressive behavior, because sometimes they kind of like come together at the same time. You're going to be very uncomfortable and it's going to As Annie kind of shakes um, You're going to become uncomfortable and you're going to want to discuss this It's going to bother you that this person is going radio silent on you and not talking to you for a multitude of days And while of course it's disappointing because normally this kind of treatment comes from someone who is close to you and Maybe that's how you wouldn't react. And what if it was multiple days and unfortunately something even happened to one of us? Is that how we wanna leave it? But you kind of have to accept that this person's incapable of owning their part in the situation or owning how they think and how they feel. And they don't they don't wanna own that. They just wanna put it on you. And the best way to punish you is to go silent and especially it's the best way to punish you if they know it really bothers you i think another really huge thing for you the victim is going to be not only just accepting what's happening but also letting the other person know that hey when you go silent that's because you're upset and that's your stuff that you have to tend to and if you need a day or two to gather yourself together to then have a healthy conversation We can have that healthy conversation but i'm not going to engage with you or i'm not going to make myself feel bad because perhaps i was setting boundaries or i was enforcing boundaries with you or i was disengaging or you were hearing something that you just didn't like and the last most common tactic that every abuser will use is going to be manipulation and this is really the biggie this is the one that most people if you're really unhealthy or really codependent, you don't even know you're being manipulated sometimes because again, you don't have that healthy sense of self and you've always just given yourself to other people. So you are very bendable. You are easily manipulated. You are People are able to tell you, you know, use guilt, use shame on you. They're able to gaslight you. They're able to use all of these different other types of tactics on you to get you to conform or get you to chase after them or get you to apologize for something that you didn't do. So I think that... Manipulation is so, so important to understand, but you won't really be able to spot it and understand it until you yourself have a healthy sense of self, meaning you know what you think, you know how you feel, you know your boundaries, you know what feels good, what doesn't feel good, and you always honor that. So manipulation, there's a lot of Factors with manipulation one of them is the abuser is trying to essentially put like I said guilt shame fear on you And they're trying to make you feel like how they feel and what they need is your responsibility And it's not if someone can do those things to you and you essentially pick up the bait you take the bait You are being manipulated you are being controlled and remember, someone who is a really good manipulator has studied you, so they know where your insecurities are, where your weaknesses are. They know that, okay, when I just guilt her a little bit, it works. So even like really toxic people, to people that aren't that toxic, but they're not really the healthiest, are going to always be studying the people in front of them because they know what they can and cannot do. It's just part of human nature. We need to know our audience. We need to know the person in front of us. We know how far someone is going to go or not going to go. This is called standards. So if you don't have standards and you don't demand respect or you haven't learned how to disengage when something feels awful or you haven't learned how to hold on to yourself and tell someone look this is what i think and how i feel and i'm sorry that you disagree but these are my boundaries if you don't know how to do that stuff you don't have that healthy sense of self if you don't have that confidence which by the way all of those things i just said take practice it's not like you're going to read a book and then that's it. You're gonna have great boundaries and standards. This is stuff that you have to practice continuously, especially with the people that have been in your life for a long period of time because those are the people that know you the best and those are the people that are used to a certain you and those are the people that you have to really work on the hardest with.